0: And now, another episode of Radio Yesterday, brought to you
1: by ChuckCat.com. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, presents the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive.
2: Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. In a cellar under the garage of a secluded country house, Clark Kent lies powerless at the feet of Henry Miller, the Nazi atom man, in whose veins runs a solution of kryptonite, the one substance that robs Superman of his strength and power. Aware that Kent is, in reality, Superman, Miller and Sidney, his sinister ally, planned to starve him to death. After three days, however, alarmed by a newspaper report that scientists were working on a defense against atomic power, Miller attempted to leave the hideout. Sidney stopped him at gunpoint. But that night when the fat man dozed, Miller attacked him. The two conspirators grappled. And as we continue now, the younger, stronger Miller has kicked Sidney's gun across the room and clasped the electronic converter around his throat, which transforms him into an atom man. As the horrified Sidney staggers to his feet, Miller, a maniacal smile, curling his thin lips, pulls on his strange meshed metal gloves. Listen.
0: Now, Sidney, now tell me who's master. Uh, Take
3: take that converter off, Miller. Miller. I like to see your fat body shake with fear. No, 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 you
0: need me. You can't do without me. What do I need you for, you fat Miller, Miller? <laughs> Go on and beg for your life, Sidney. I've waited a long time for this moment. No, I'm just trying to show you that you can't afford to do away with me. You've forgotten about Clark Kent,
3: forgotten that he's Superman. He'll regain consciousness when you leave and come after you.
0: Even if he recovers, he can't stand up against my atomic power. But he could make you exhaust all your power on him, as he did that time on the beach. <laughs> then what do you do? I'll have to take that chance. I can't stay here until he dies of starvation. It might take months. And in that time, those American scientists may perfect their defense against atomic power.
3: But if you work with me, you won't have to fear the American scientists or Superman either. Why not? Because I know where there's more kryptonite. What? More kryptonite. Yes, so even if you're forced to destroy a dozen cities, And fight Superman again. You'll still have all the atomic power you need. You're lying to try to save your skin. No, 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 no. I'm telling you the truth because I have to. The Scarlet Widow cut up the original kryptonite fragment into four pieces. Four? Yes. Uh, Teufel stole one piece, which your father dissolved in Germany and, and injected into your veins.
0: And you bought the second piece from the Widow, which is dissolved and in my veins right now. That's all there is. You said so when you got it. I tell you, there are two other pieces. You're lying. It's the truth. I can prove it. You can? Prove it, then. Where are they? (laughs) Oh, no, my friend. I'm not so stupid as to tell
3: you now. (laughs) You'd finish me off. Then get the kryptonite yourself. Take off that converter and those gloves, and we'll do business again.
0: You must really think I'm a fool. Even if there is more kryptonite... There is. There are two pieces of it. I don't believe it. But even if there is enough, I let you live. You wouldn't get it for me. Of course I would. Oh, no. I know it's in that twisted brain of yours, Sidney. You're afraid of me now. So the first chance you got, you'd kill me, steal my converter and gloves and inject the kryptonite into someone else. Someone you could control.
3: You're wrong. I wouldn't do anything like that. No,
0: no. you Don't back up to
3: that gun. I'm not. You've got to listen to me, Miller. Don't back up, I said. All right, Miller. All right, I just wanted to get to this. Oh, Drop that phone. Oh. Take off your gloves first, quick, or I'll have to call the police. They'll surround the place and shoot. They will, eh?
0: Don't. No, no, don't touch the converter. Yes, master. I've already thrown the switch. Can't you tell by my voice? <laughs> In a moment, Sidney, when my atomic power builds.
3: Up. No, no, don't, Billy, don't. Ah, Please, here. the
0: love
3: of heaven, don't. Something is wrong, master. Now, oh, I'm ready. Here comes the green. Oh.
0: There, no use wasting my power Now to get out of here Let's see, I want the officer's cap and the overcoat It was nice of Sidney to produce the coat and to dye my hair There, I'm ready See, the panel is opening Master, what's wrong? It's Cheeto. I'd better take care of him
2: Master, 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 what happened? Oh, you killed Master I fixed it That knife won't help you Say your
0: prayers, Cheeto. No That is Cheeto. Now I'll give Kent a little more atomic power to make sure that he can't interfere with me tonight. Now I can go. Goodbye, Sidney. Goodbye, Superman. Happy dreams. I'll fix things so you won't be disturbed. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Laughing triumphantly, the atom man throws a hidden switch and watches a heavy concrete section of the garage floor slide closed, (laughs) entombing the unconscious Superman with the bodies of Sidney and Gito. Then, stepping into Sydney's black sedan, he drives swiftly to Highway 33, leading to Metropolis.
1: We'll return in a moment for the dramatic climax of today's episode. But right now, let's hear from our announcer. Say, I'll bet you're having a good time on your holiday from school, gang. And I'll bet you're having a swell time working on your collection of those new comic buttons that come in packages of Kellogg's Pep. Aren't those buttons a knockout? Bright, sparkling comic strip colors on sturdy metal enameled clear white so that the pictures of your favorite funny sheet friends stand out like anything. Take Orphan Annie's dog, Sandy, for instance. Boy, he looks so real he could bark. Or Smokey Stover in his fireman's cap and uniform. Or Superman himself with his bright red cape flying in the wind. Why, these buttons look as natural as the characters themselves. And what fun it is to add to your collection by swapping duplicates with your friends to compare notes on who has collected the most. You really feel like strutting around when you have your buttons pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. And they're so easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. You just ask Mom to get you plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Inside every package, there's an exclusive prize. One of those slick new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Remember, that's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman.
2: It is almost an hour since Henry Miller, the atom man, left Sidney's garage in the dead spy's car and headed for Metropolis, 55 miles away. Now, weak from the effects of Miller's atomic power and from hunger and thirst, Clark Kent, who is Superman, finally manages to struggle to one knee, and then, with great effort, to his feet. Staggering, bracing himself against the wall, he makes his way one step at a time with a small switch controlling the sliding section of the concrete garage floor above his head
3: must get the phone call call inspector henderson stop miller too weak yet oh, oh, this this switch i've got to throw it oh, there Some, something's wrong ceiling doesn't open Try again. Uh, It still won't open. Oh, I see. Miller pulled wires out in garage. I have to get up steps. Uh, Break through the floor if I can. Oh, I'm so weak. But I have to. There. Now. Break through oh. Try again oh, once more. Oh. Didn't even crack it. Oh I can't do it. No strength. But have to have to warn Henderson. Tell him Miller's heir died. ...wearing army officer's cap and coat... ...must break through.
2: His haggard face drawn and pale... ...Superman crouches under the foot-thick concrete floor... ...pushing his weakened hands and shoulders at it again and again... ...in vain. Meanwhile, having arrived in darkened metropolis... ...Henry Miller is in the phone booth of an all-night drugstore... ...his stolen officer's cap pulled low over his eyes... ...his overcoat collar muffling his chin... He has just dialed a number. Now he waits, the ringing of a distant phone in his ears.
1: Hello? Hello?
0: Is this the mayor?
1: Yes, who are you?
0: This is the Atom Man. Who? I said I'm the Atom Man. The what? Never mind. I called to warn you that in two minutes I'm going to blow up the Metropolis Stadium.
1: What? Are you out of here? You heard
0: me. In two minutes I'll destroy the Metropolis Stadium. I'll call you up later to tell you what's next. Now,
2: look here, young man, if this is your idea of a joke... If
0: you think it's a joke, keep your ears
2: open, Mr. Mayor. Wait! <laughs> so, oh, <what? laughs> Goodbye. Quickly hanging up the phone, the atom man leaves the drugstore and, entering Sydney's black sedan again, drives a few blocks and stops in a dark street. Looming ahead of him is the gray, unlighted bulk of the great Metropolis Stadium. The atom man steps from the car, his strange meshed gloves on his hands. A smile curls his thin lips as he reaches inside his turned-up collar for the switch of the electronic converter fastened to his throat. Can nothing stop this madman? Fellows and girls, don't miss Monday's tense, exciting episode when amazing things take place. Tune in, same time, same station, to follow the adventures of Superman.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound.